Welcome to Turn the Page, the official podcast of the Syosset Public Library. This is Evelyn Hirschgortz, Reader Services Librarian at the Syosset Public Library's Turn the Page podcast. And today we have with us Holly James, who wrote the Deja Glitch, which comes out on August 1st. Thank you, Holly, for joining us so much. I really appreciate it. Hello. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. And this is Holly's second book. Her first book was Nothing But the Truth, which came out last year. And this one, the Deja, Deja Glitch. Um, it's gotten very nice reviews from lots of people. One is Jody Picoult, which is wonderful. Yeah, and very said, exciting. <laughs> he said, if Love Actually and Groundhog Day had a child, it would be this sweet rom-com of a novel about how moving forward sometimes means starting over and over again until you get it right. So that was great. So let me just tell a little bit about Holly. Holly holds a PhD in psychology and has worked in both academia and the tech industry. She loves telling stories with big hearts and a touch of magic. She currently lives in Southern California with her husband and dog. And her debut, Nothing But the Truth, was published in 2022. So thank you, Holly. So tell us what this book is about. Yeah, so this book is, um, it's a little more of a, well, it's a lot more of a romance than Nothing But the Truth was. I think Nothing But the Truth is kind of more women's fiction, but this is a a true rom-com. Um, and this book, The Deja Glitch, is about a couple in Los Angeles um, who are stuck in a 24-hour time loop, and they have to fall in love before they, so they can break out of the loop. Again, they don't start as a couple. They start as strangers, um, kind of strangers. You'll find out that they're not actually strangers once it goes along, but they have to fall in love in order to break out of the time loop. Um, and the catch is that Jack, our hero, can remember the entire loop, and Gemma, um, feels like every day is the first day that they've met. So he basically has a single day to convince her to fall in love with him. And it was a lot of fun <laughs> to write, um, to play with to play with all the tropes. And I, I really enjoyed kind of flipping the time loop trope on its head. Um, you know, there are, there are a lot of time loop stories where you see the same day over and over. Right. And I didn't, didn't want to do that. So I thought really creatively about how I could not do that and still have it be a time loop story. Um, so it was really fun. To, to take it from that angle and this whole story actually takes place in one day so we only see a single day of the loop because we see it from Gemma's perspective and it feels like the first time everything has happened to her right right so yeah because Gemma doesn't doesn't remember Jack right things start coming to her once in a while but basically she doesn't remember Jack and Jack remembers and knows everything about Gemma. <laughs> so Gemma's exactly, like, exactly. A little freaked out by that, huh? <laughs> yeah. So the first time we meet them, um, it's been they've been stuck in the loop for five months at that point, and Jack is just completely in love with her, and she doesn't know who he is. <laughs> and that was the original kind of hook for the idea for the story. That's what came to me is I, I wanted to tell a story about a couple where one person couldn't remember the other person in a in a comedic way just to kind of play with that and see what kind of, um, you know, how, how their bond could survive something like that. You know, I was imagining, you know, like my husband coming up to me one day and I was like, who are you? You know, (laughs) and then him having to convince me. um, I thought that would just be a fun, a fun story to tell. And it was. How long did it take you to write this book? You know, this one came to me really quickly. I actually wrote it in the summer of 2021 
So it's been it's been two years since I um, actually drafted it initially, and gosh, I think I don't know, not not very long, yeah, <laughs> maybe like six great. six to eight weeks. I don't know. I, I just yeah, I got oh my god, it came to me, and I got so obsessed with it, it just came came pouring out. Yeah. Did you have a two book deal, or did you have to sell this one also? I had to sell this one also. So this one was actually the option um, for my first book. But mm-hmm. it was it was really exciting. So yeah, I had a my first book was a a one book deal, um, and then this one we submitted to my publisher to consider, and they actually offered on it in four days. It was oh, wow. it was wild. Yeah, I remember. So I live in California, and you know all the publishing is in New York. Right. Um, and my agent called me. At, I think she was waiting for it to be you know a reasonable hour here because she called me at like eight oh one a.m. that day, <laughs> and I was so excited. I remember I was running around the house. I like woke my husband up. He was still asleep. Um. But yeah, I learned of, learned of the deal very, very quickly after we shared it with them, which was very exciting. So they've been yeah. very uh, enthusiastic about it from the start. Did you always want to be an author? Because you've had other careers, I'm assuming. <laughs> I did. Yeah. So I actually um, I went to in gra- psychology. So. <laughs> yeah, I went to graduate school for something completely different. Um, but I've always I've always been a super voracious reader um, from, you know, my childhood all through my whole life. Um and I used to kind of dabble in creative writing when I was a kid and uh, to a lesser extent when I was going through, you know, my undergraduate and graduate studies because I was so heavily involved in science and research. And I think the creative side of my brain was really craving an outlet still. So I did start writing again, um, you know, like novel length <laughs> stories uh, in graduate school, um, just not really thinking anything would ever come out of it. Um, and then I think I... It was toward the end of my PhD program that I um, finished something of, of novel length and kind of thought like, hmm, maybe I should pursue this. And that's when I really started, you know, looking into the traditional publishing route and just seeing what it entailed um, and learning, learning some hard lessons there about how hard it is <laughs> to break into publishing. Um, and it took me several years before I signed with a literary agent and then, um, yeah, an attempt, a couple attempts at selling books. And then we finally found the sweet spot of what genre I wanted to write, and, you know, who my target audience would be. And then I ended up selling my first book in, what was it? It was January of 2021, I think was when my okay. debut sold. Yeah. Very nice. And now here we are. <laughs> yeah, and what did you do before? Before I was writing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I was in school forever. Um, so oh, I, okay. yeah, I, fin- I finished my degree in 2017. Um, okay. And then I briefly did a, a postdoctoral fellowship and then I um, went into the tech industry. So I actually work, um, my day job, I work as a, a research scientist for a, a sleep science company, actually. So oh, wow. completely different, completely different. Still, than you're still writing. working? I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I actually have, have to go to work right after this. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, that's great. I'm glad. Okay. So you're not ready to give up your day job yet, huh? I mean, that's the dream, right? I don't know. It's, <laughs> yeah, I, I I get asked that a lot, and I think about it a lot. And I think because I I you know went to school for so long, and I have such um, have had such rigorous training in science that like that part of my brain needs that outlet too. So I think I would miss it if I gave up um, that aspect of my career and life as well. So right now, I'm 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 still able to find a balance between the two, but. We'll see. I don't know if my writing career really takes off. I might have to <laughs> reconsider things. Well, I think there's probably a book in there with the sleep study. No, I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be something in there that you can 
get that in for a rom-com with sleep study and they meet at the sleep study place or <laughs> at a sleep a, lab. Yeah. At a sleep lab. You, you, yeah. There's something there. That should be your next one. I'm sure you're busy working on the next one already, huh? I am. Yeah. So my third book actually will come out next summer and it's currently in um, edits. It's about to, I hope it's about to go to copy edits. I just submitted the um, revised draft to my editor uh, a couple of weeks ago. And then the next step will be copy edits, assuming that it passes this round of revisions. Wow. Um, so, yeah. That's great. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. When do I you know, have it's time fun. to it's... write? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> um, uh, weekends, mostly. Um, oh. I write. Yeah, I spend pretty much all weekend writing. And if I, depending on how early my um, day job meetings start, I work from home, you know, four days a week and um, okay. only go into my office one day a week. So that allows for some flexibility, you know, not having to commute. <laughs> so right. I have more time in the mornings and evenings. Um, so I usually get up pretty early and, and do some writing and publishing related work um, in the morning. And then if I have enough energy still at the end of the day, I do it um, in the evening as well. But wow. yeah, mostly weekends is when I fit everything in. Wow. Good for you. That's, that's a <laughs> busy schedule, huh? It is, but I like it. I, <laughs> I think, like I mentioned earlier, I think both careers kind of need each other, like, cause publishing the timelines in publishing are just so long, you know, a production timeline from a book is literally 18 months to two years by the, from the time you sell it to when it right. you know, goes through editing and revisions and um, copy edits and actual publication and all of that. Uh, it just takes so long. Um, and so it's kind of nice to have it broken up by my other career, I guess, to, to balance it out and to balance out all the waiting. Cause I'm, I'm personally a pretty, <laughs> pretty impatient person. So I know I, I picked it pick the wrong industry for someone who yeah. likes instant gratification. Right. But, exactly. Um, we all yeah. crave instant gratification, but yeah, it takes a long time with the book. Definitely. There's no doubt about that one. Wow. But I'm enjoying it. It's a very good story. How did you come up with this idea? Well, thank you. Um, yeah. A couple, I guess, like I mentioned earlier, I wanted to tell a story around um, a couple where one person couldn't remember the other person and I, I kind of, when I'm writing, when I come up with any idea, I usually kind of get the idea for the hook and then I have to wait a little while to figure out what the actual plot is going to be. Um, <laughs> that's one place that I, I kind of struggle still like, oh, that's such a good idea. But then, okay, turn it into a 300 page story. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the rest of the story right. is. Um, but this one, I, uh, I remember I had that idea of wanting to tell that story of where one person couldn't remember the other. And then it was actually in the summer of, of 2021, um, the uh, the song Deja Vu by Olivia Rodrigo was super uh -huh. popular. And I remember driving in my car one day and hearing it on the radio. And I had this like, like, aha moment of, oh, Deja Vu is the perfect kind of avenue into the uh, into telling this story. Um, because as you know, from the beginning of the book, Gemma gets these little kind of like flashbacks of memory feeling like, oh, I've been here before. This is familiar, right. but I'm not sure why. Right. Um, so that kind of joined with the, the original concept. Um, and then the time loop, I don't remember making a conscious de decision that it was going to be a time loop story. It just kind of happened. Um, I think it, it, when I was thinking of how to incorporate deja vu, I was thinking maybe she's having deja vu because she's been here before and can't, 
can't remember it. And that's mm-hmm. where, I think that's where the, the time loop came into it. Um, so yeah, all three of those things kind of intertwined together to, to turn into this quirky little love story. Do you like writing rom-coms or women's fiction better? Which do you prefer? You know, I feel like it's been a really interesting journey. So actually I started as a thriller writer when I first signed with my agent. Yeah. So my first book was a thriller. That's my favorite genre to read. Um, I love kind of the trying to solve a puzzle aspect of reading a thriller. You know, I'm always trying to figure out what's happening. And um, so I love writing those as well, but I've learned. So the first book we tried to sell, my agent and I tried to sell um, that one. It didn't sell. Um, And then from there, I moved more into uh, women's fiction. That's when I wrote Nothing But The Truth was actually during the pandemic when everything was locked down and we were all kind of losing our minds. (laughs) Um, And that that one was really kind of an outlet of, you know, I just wanted something joyous and happy because the world was so strange. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's when I wrote that one. But I have realized that... um, even when I was writing thrillers, I kind of gravitated toward the emotional relational elements of those stories. So I think it was kind of always in there that I was going to write romance and I just wasn't aware of it (laughs) until I actually tried to do it. Right. Um, So yeah, I really do. It's, it's really fun. Um, I mean, yeah, just writing something so joyous and happy and kind of going on the emotional journey with the characters. Um, And I found too that, the romance reader community is just so generous. You know, they're just happy and they want to be happy and they love love stories. And it's so fun to kind of, you know, I've I've tried my best to to understand, you know, what what tropes people really, really love and really gravitate toward and what they really want to see. And what as a reader myself, when I read something and it just makes me, you know, like squeal with joy like I try to I try to put those moments into my books because that's I think that's what the audience comes for you know they want they want to feel that that happiness and that joy um so yes it, it creates a lot creating joy brings me a lot of joy I that's guess nice. I, I can say that's... yeah do you read your reviews <laughs> uh no <laughs> I try well, not I'll to let you I know guess, that on I mean... Goodreads everybody who's gotten advanced copies on Goodreads is loving it so just so you know. I, <laughs> thank you. Thing. No, I, I sometimes it's unavoidable. I get tagged in a lot of reviews right. on social media. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I do, I honestly have a moment of like, oh, do I want to read this? I don't know. Um, but uh, they have been really favorable for this one. But I, I do have, um, you know, some other author friends where we'll, for each other, we'll go seek out, you know, a perfect five-star review and share it with each other just kind mm-hmm. of as an emotional boost. <laughs> right. No, that's it can be, yeah. Fun it can be kind of yeah jarring definitely when you come across someone who who really didn't enjoy it yeah it's not fun to read those ones now what about going on a tour for this book are you going to be doing that um a a small local tour (laughs) so yeah I actually have some events um starting tomorrow uh yeah a friend another group of author friends put together this really fantastic Uh, event up in the LA area for um, local romance writers and we have this this three-day event starting tomorrow. Oh my gosh I want to come who's going to be there? (laughs) I know it's going to be so fun Um, well it's all over Instagram if you (laughs) you follow me or the the happy happy to meet cute um, uh, podcast group they have put all this together Um, and I think we have I forget how many it's like like 20 something authors maybe more than that Wow. Um, and it's, yeah, it's split out between um, adult romance writers and then YA romance writers will be um, on Sunday. 
so that should be really fun. Um, and then name drop next... the names that are going to be there. Oh, sure. Yeah. I know on, um, uh, well, the organizers are, are Courtney Kay and Fallon Ballard. Um, right. I and read then... Fallon Ballard. Okay. Yeah. I love them. Um, I know Alyssa Sussman's going to be there. Um, Susan Lee is going to be there. Who else? There's so many. I wish I had the list with me. Um, oh, okay. <clears throat> it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds great. Um, yeah. And then next weekend. So my book actually comes out this coming Tuesday, um, right. which is what, August four or five soon. days from now. Ooh, yeah. So soon. Um, so then the fall, the weekend after that on the fifth, I'm doing a, a launch event at a bookstore in San Diego, Very which nice. I'm also excited about. Yeah. Sure. Oh, that's great. Do you hang out with some of these authors? Are they your friends? Actually, I recently have started to, and it's been so exciting. So I, I'm relatively new to the, the area down here. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived here for a few years and I don't know too many other people, but like I said, the romance community is just so welcoming <laughs> the readers and, and the writers. And I actually, I met Fallon Ballard by, I went to her book launch and I just awkwardly introduced myself to her. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and, and now, you know, it's always awkward when you, you meet someone in person who you've only ever interacted with on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't, you know, don't really know what to say other than like, hi, I know you from Instagram, you know? Right, right. Um, but, um, she was so kind and, and generous and she kind of introduced me to the rest of this group that I now know, right. um, in the Los Angeles area. And yeah, and there's a, a really great, um, community in San Diego as well I didn't know um of writers so I'm I'm still very new to both groups but it's been it's been great to get to know people That's and of great. course I'm you know starstruck I, you have time I don't know where you even have time you're working a full-time job <laughs> and writing in your spare time which you don't seem it's, to have a lot of yeah it's a lot it's been it yeah. seems everything everything related to this book at least has been crammed into the last last weekend and this weekend and next weekend I've had just non-stop events um but it's great. I mean, it's it's why we do it to get to connect with readers and, and other writers. And it's yeah, it's so exciting. Right. And I saw those bookmarks on Instagram and the Oh, they're so cute. And the sticker <laughs> of Rex, the dog. Yes, that all just arrived yesterday and I ripped it open like it was Christmas morning. I was so excited. <laughs> and those are going with you to this three day mm-hmm. affair. Yes. Oh, hand out with books. I'll be handing all that out. That's nice. That's mm-hmm. nice. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the cover. What a great cover. I know it's so pretty. I love it. Yeah, the colors are great. The everything about it is just so cute. Just yeah, it's actually color. you. You can thank my husband for it being blue because it was originally orange, oh. and we asked to see a blue version of it, and he was the one that was like, "That's the one." <laughs> yeah, because orange so. with the yellow shirt and the yellow shoes. I don't know how they have. To yeah, well, them. they're. Yeah, their clothes were different colors too, but it was primarily orange. Yeah, Yeah, nice, nice. I I love the blue. Yeah, can they fall in love before time runs out? (laughs) That's very, yeah, it's a beautiful cover. Very nice. Really, really like it. Yeah, I wasn't sure how how they were going to visually depict like the time element of it, but I love it. I think in a book, I think this cover in a bookstore will definitely draw people to it. Well, let's hope. Yeah, no, I, I really, I see that. It's great. It's a great cover. The colors and the the, the guy and the girl, everything about it. It's definitely going to draw people in. It's a good cover. And I wasn't able to get the advanced audio book, but I did listen to a tiny little snippet on Overdrive, and it sounds like a good audio book, too. Oh, I haven't even Have heard you that. That's that exciting. Yet? 
No, I haven't. I haven't gotten it yet. No, the last I, I it was in production last I, I heard um, okay. it was being recorded. So, right. yeah. Oh, and no, I'm excited. Are, I have to go look for it. Yeah. For those of our listeners, it will be available on Overdrive, um, in ebook and audiobook. And of course, we'll have the print copy here. If you'd like to put it on hold, just give a call to the Reader Services desk and we'll be happy to put it on hold for you. So excellent yeah and i will be passing it on after i'm done with it i promise it you know on its way to another <laughs> reader who loves her rom-com so great well, thank Ever you since the pandemic that's really all i want to read <laughs> yeah i've heard that a lot yeah i think there's been definitely a boom in in yeah. uh, more light-hearted stories right. that people want to consume right it's it's nice to have a happy ending it really is yep so what thrillers have you re read recently that you've really liked? Oh, gosh. I, let's see. I just finished um, Megan Collins' new one, uh, Thicker Than Water. That mm -hmm. one was really good. Um, I read Riley Sager's new one also, okay. um, Only One Left. He's a fan favorite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I know we actually have the same publisher and I'm, I'm oh. always like want to leverage that in some way to like right, meet him, course. but I ha haven't figured it out yet. He actually came <laughs> here. He did come here. Really? Yeah, we oh, had nice. we had him here quite a few books ago, way before the pandemic even. But yeah, he was great. I always love his books. Um, what else? Did you read the senator's, the, the senator's Wife by Liv no, I, yet? That was very I cool. haven't. That's good. That was a very yeah. good one. Yeah. I enjoyed that one. I have. Yeah. We're actually, my husband and I are taking a vacation um, in early September and I have a literal stack of like 10 right. books that I'm going to yeah, take with me. And... That's my most <laughs> difficult thing when I go on vacation. What book am I saving for vacation? Yes. And how many books am I taking with me? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I know. And then I, I always end up buying more books on vacation because oh, we'll, we'll wander into a bookstore and right. I'll see, you know, a friend's book or something I want. And I always yeah. end up having to pack more home. Right. I always have to go into that bookstore. I can't miss that at all. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Are there good bookstores in San Diego? Oh, there are definitely. Okay. Yeah, there there are a lot. We have so the one where I'm my um launch event is is happening next next weekend is um the Meet Cute Romance Bookshop and they just oh, opened I have last to get to September. That. It's so cute. It's an all romance bookstore, and they have this really fabulous mural painted on the wall that is all like the tropes from different romance. Oh, it's so cute. It's such a cute little store. I'm really excited to to have my event there. Um, yeah, that sounds great. If when I'm there, I'm definitely gonna make sure I get to that one. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully definitely. there'll be at the time I'm there. Hopefully there'll be some other author, or maybe even you. When's your next book come out? Is it in yeah, June? they have. <laughs> um, next summer, I've seen a tentative date of July 31st, oh, okay. but who knows? It always changes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be out there earlier than that, but hopefully there'll be another author that'll be presenting their book while I am out there. And I'd love to go to that. I'm sure. Yeah. They have a lot of events. Yeah. Oh, that sounds a great. So great place. <clears throat> that's, that's great. Wow. I wish we had a bookstore like that around here. That's well, I think where are you located? I'm on Long Island. I'm not in the city. So, okay. Yeah. I know that the, um, the ripped bodice is a romance specific store in LA mm -hmm. and I know they're, they're opening a second location in Brooklyn, I think. Um, oh, yeah. okay. in, I think in August really soon. Yeah. Oh, wow. That store is great. They have the one up in, in Culver city down here. They have really great events. I just went to one there last weekend. Um, it's really fun spot. 
good. Okay. Well, I wish you luck with this book and your tour and that <laughs> event sounds wonderful. Yeah, I'm really excited. Thank you so much for joining us, Holly. It was great speaking with you. Yes, thank you for having me. It was great to be here. Okay, thanks. Have a great time and good luck with everything. All right, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to close this chapter of Turn the Page. Thank you so much. It's time to close this chapter of Turn the Page. Join us for the next episode.